0: Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, Ministry of Greater Worship Christian Church here in Lancaster, California. I am your host, Apostle Robert Enos. Here we will talk about doctrine and theology, politics, social and cultural issues, and how the church is to respond and face these issues. Get ready for a large dose of truth and get ready to have your tables flipped. As a friend just told me recently, Table Flippers is flipping awesome. Hello fellow Table Flippers, I have some exciting news. Table Flippers is now selling merchandise, Table Flipping Merchandise. You can find our merchandise at TableFlippersPodcast.com, TableFlippersPodcast.com, and if you put FREEDOM in the promo code area, you'll get 10% off. That's exciting news, FREEDOM, because that's what we're all about, FREEDOM as the promo code. So I hope to see you soon, and I hope that you get some of this exciting uh, merchandise so that we can all look cool together. We will be flipping awesome. Train up a child in the way that he should go, and when he is old, he will not turn from it. That's Proverbs 22, verse 6. Hello, this is your host, Robert Dinas, Table Flippers Podcast. And I've been wanting to do this show for a while, a one final show before the actual elections here in the next few days. And I had many topics that I wanted to cover, many things that I wanted to talk to you about. This party, this political party, this political candidate, these policies versus that policies. And I really wanted to go there, but it's just nothing clicked with me. Every time I sat down, every time I tried to prepare, nothing clicked with me. But what kept resonating in my heart was this concept of parenting. And I thought, well, that's a great podcast is a great subject, but that's for the future. That's another time. Let's focus on the elections. And then it's as if God was starting to say, wait a minute, do it on parenting because that is about the elections. And as he began to mold these things together and bring them together in my own mind, I started to realize, yes, that's where many of us have been weak in. We've been talking about politics we've been talking about politicians we've been talking about policies all of those are very important and we need to talk about them but we did not bring that into the scope or the understanding of how we parent and so as i have been thinking about this just for the last few days thinking about parenting and politics especially but every aspect of parenting i started to realize where we have as parents have been failing and when i say we i'm going to be honest even myself included All my kids are uh, older and out of the house, but I realize now I could have done a much better job training them in certain areas. And one of those areas is politics. And I want to kind of share with you some of the things of why we need to recapture that and why politics needs to be discussed in the home, even down to the, the hows and the whys of each political party and even certain candidates. We need to train our children because if we don't train them, somebody will. And we're seeing this right now, but let's talk about this. Let's look at just talk about just what's being taught in the schools today. Now, it wasn't so long ago that I was in school. I know it may seem like that. Some of you think I was in school when the dinosaurs roamed the earth, and it wasn't dinosaurs, saber toothed cats maybe, but not dinosaurs. Even when I was a kid, There was already strange things being introduced into the curriculum of many public schools. However, nothing as strange and just weird and just simply idiotic as it is today. There was a time in our history, in American history, when schools focused on what many have called the three R's. I don't know why it's the three R's, because they're not all R's. But the three R's, reading, writing, and arithmetic. And that was the backbone of all school teaching and all subjects taught in school, reading, writing, and arithmetic. Schools used to teach our children and help prepare our children to be able to be productive members of society, how to get a job, how to fill out an application, how to read that application. They used to teach such things as cursive handwriting, which most schools don't teach today. They used to teach uh, American history and world history. And right now, this thing that they call history, it's such a convoluted, distorted view of, of what we call history, know-to-be-history, that you can't really call it history anymore. Back when I was in school, I remember in sex ed, sexual education, for those of you who need it all the way spelled out, but in sexual education, they talked about more about the biology of it. And we even saw this risque video, terribly risque, of a pregnant whale having a baby. They even brought that and used that as a backdrop to teach how, uh, you know, men and women come together, make babies, and babies brought into this world. And back then, there was no problem understanding what a male man was, what a female was, what really a woman was, and it came down to, again, science and biology something that is being thrown away today and it almost seems i know i'm getting ahead of myself but it almost seems like there's some kind of agenda you know uh to to strip away our history and the proper teaching of history world history and american history to strip away the true sciences including biology and to strip away and distort uh a, a good, solid education for our children to make it in this world. It's almost as if our children are purposely being set up for failure. Now, I know, again, I'm getting ahead of myself. But um, again, back to what what used to be taught. I remember uh, when we went out to the recess, we played and we played hard. And we were expected to get out there and sweat and get dirty and and. Um, as Nacho Libre would say, get our Weagles out because we were out there and being active. I don't see kids active today like they used to be, but we, we, would, we were expected to be in some type of sport and if not sports, we still had physical education where we did other things you know maybe not playing on the sport team but we certainly played sports we worked out with weights we played soccer we we did push-ups we did sit-ups we did pull-ups we did all of these things and it was expected of us and again back to reading writing and arithmetics reading so we can comprehend what we're not just read but comprehend what we're reading so when we get out in the real world and we and some our boss hands us a manual and says I need you to uh, memorize this or understand this or learn this or if we go and work in a machine shop and our boss hands us this manual on the particular machine that we're supposed to be operating he says I need you to learn this so you don't injure yourself and you know what you're doing uh we learned reading so we can function in normal society. Writing, we learned how to write. We learned how to sign a check. We learned how to balance a checkbook. We learned how to write an essay. We learned how to look things up even before computers where we can Google everything. We had to go into the actual library and, and learn how to find the materials and read it from actual books. We had We were expected to read books and do book reports on them. Uh, arithmetic. Now, here's the funny thing. When I was in school, we had to learn, um, we were expected to learn pre-algebra, even algebra, but pre-algebra was the, you know, you had to get there. You had to take that class and pass pre-algebra before you can graduate from high school, at least when I went to school. Now they're doing calculus and things that these kids will never ever use again. Most of them won't. Most of them. As a matter of fact, I think I've used algebra on maybe 10 times since high school. So, maybe 10 times since high school. And half of those times were taking tests for different jobs that I wanted to get that I still didn't have to use algebra in that job. It was the strangest thing. Now, I'm not against kids learning these higher realms of math. Uh, algebra and calculus and trigonometry and all of that. I'm not against that. But why is it being pushed on our kids when they'll never use those things? And this is in the school system. So what is being taught now in our school system? It went from reading, writing, and arithmetic to teach and train our kids how to be productive members of society to Marxism. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, in this nation and in our history, Men and women, are fighting forces, have fought and died to keep such things as Marxism, communism, and socialism out of this country. There was a big push in it, World War II, and then after that, then the Cold War and all that, to keep communism from spreading on the globe we fought it and men and women americans american women, men and women gave their life blood to keep communism from not only coming from into this country but other countries and now what is being taught in our schools the very things that our forefathers died to keep out of this country they're being taught in our school marxism communism socialism As a matter of fact, I just read a a little clip the other day that says that that a young person can go through their entire school training, their entire school training, that would be from K all the way through college and never hear a conservative idea once. You know how heartbreaking that is? It was that conservatism that that patriotic conservatism that made this country as great and as strong as it is. And now you can't hardly find it in any of our educational system because they've traded they have traded the truth, American fact and truth and American roots. They have traded our American roots for marxism, communism and socialism. By the way, by the way, what's so interesting about all of those isms is they have failed everywhere they have been tried, no matter what nation or what time frame, they have failed. And now they're teaching it in our colleges and teaching it in our high schools and wanting to push this onto America, even though it's a failure of a concept, a failure of an ideology. So do you know what that tells me? Any teacher, listen to me, especially you teachers out there. You teachers, you better listen to me. You are not only just teaching a failed, failed ideology and a failed concept, but by doing so, you are making yourself a failure. I don't care how many degrees you have. I don't care how many PhDs you have. I don't care how many letters you have before or after your name. If you are teaching something that's never, ever, ever worked anywhere at any time, you are a failure and you're teaching our children how to be failures and you're setting them up not only to be failures themselves, but to live in and even lead a failing nation that was once the greatest nation on this planet. Now, the United States of America is still the greatest nation on this planet. But let me tell you, we are losing our American exceptionalism rapidly because of what's being taught in our schools. And Marxism, communism, socialism isn't the only foolish, stupid thing that's being taught to our children. I'm not even going to say taught, more like forced. They're being force-fed this garbage. Another thing that's being taught in our schools, and this is starting, I'm talking in the elementary school level, as early as third grade in some schools and some school districts, the idea of homosexuality and transgenderism. This is one of the biggest farces, the most disgusting perverted uh, failure of a so-called curriculum that's being forced on our children and it's disgusting the homosexual transgender agenda to groom our children so that our children the children of today become the new homosexuals and transgenders of tomorrow because they're being taught that that's the way to go and that's the way it is and that's just the way it's supposed to be it's wicked and it's e- evil and it's stupid it really it's just foolish because it's breaking down the very core and fabric of what made america great to begin with you look through all of our history, you look through all of our history, you go all the way back to when the people stepped off the Mayflower and wrote and, and up the Mayflower Compact. You're not going to find a bunch of transgenders running around making this America great. You're not going to find anything about homosexuality. I'm not going to say homosexual, homosexuals were or were not there. I'm saying it wasn't something that made America great. So when you're trying to push it in schools as if this is the way to go because this is what's going to make us great or keep us great or make us better for tomorrow. No, it's again, it's another failed ideology. It's something that's broken in our system, is sick and it's perverted. And why would any, uh, think about it. Why do we want men dressed like women? And I don't mean just dressed like women, scantily disgusting. I've seen some, it it just blows my mind. It really blows my mind. I've seen some of these little clips of these transgender, these men dressed like women at story time in some school or some library. Okay, one, they're they're dressed very scantily, very trashy, uh, very sexualized. It's just not like a man in a nice flowing gown. It's a man with like a, a teddy on or something very risque on, high heels, thick makeup, something that you would see walking the streets, you know in Westwood or Hollywood somewhere. And now that's going to be in there teaching our children. Okay so so the questions I have is number one, why would a, a man dressed like that, acting like that, thinking like that, even want? An audience of little children if he wasn't trying to groom them for the for the future. There's no other reason, ladies and gentlemen. There's no other reason for that kind of perversion to be that kind of pervert and that perversion to be teaching our children. No other reason at all. It's disgusting. Okay, number two. What what parent? And parents, you better listen to me. You listen to me. And if I offend you, well, that's your problem. What parent? would want that kind of perversion around their children if that parent wasn't already a pervert. I want you to think about that. I would have a fit if when my kids were little and they tried to do that to my kids, let me tell you, it would have been a bad day for them. It would have been a bad day for them. You're not going to drag my little boy or my little girl into some room with a bunch of perverts for any reason. Oh, we're just reading to them. Dressed like that, acting like that. Hey, go take off all that stupid makeup, sir. Go take off that stupid clothing. Put on some um put on some pants. Put on some regular shoes. Put on a regular button up shirt. Comb your hair and get that makeup all your off your face. Then maybe if you really really had a heart for those kids you wouldn't come in there dressed like a pervert you would come in there dressed like a normal decent human being but because you want to come in there dressed like a pervert the only thing that you want to do is pervert our children to look and act like you and i can only imagine Why? And this whole thing disgusts me. So parents, you think it's really cool and you're woke and you're just like on the cutting edge and you're so progressive. What are you You're destroying your children's life. You're robbing them of a healthy childhood and you're forcing them in a perversion that they were never created for. They were never created for. Men, biological men, are supposed to be just that men biological women are supposed to be just that women women wear the dresses women look like women men wear the pants men look like men and don't give me this nonsense of toxic masculinity because it was to- toxic ma- i can't even say that word fast enough but toxic masculinity that won world war one world war two and built the greatest nation this this earth has ever seen the united states of america That's the value of what you now call toxic masculinity. But now men are starting to put on makeup and dresses and we're going downhill fast. Just look at how bad everything is around us in in, not just in the United States of America, but in the world. Why? Because American men decided to stop being toxic masculine and started being feminine sissies and sissies don't get the job done. Sissies are too busy trying to pervert the next generation to their level of perversion where men are out there making a nation for their home, for their families, for their children, for their future. That's what men do. That's what real men do. And what I am seeing right now is you're turning all these so-called males into sissies and into women, where we got young men in these colleges that don't even want to get a job. They want somebody else to go to work for them and then just give them the paycheck so they can sit around in their dresses and play Xbox. It's disgusting. If that's you, if that's you, male, if that's you, grow some, grow up and be a man. It's time for you to stop being a little wuss and stop being a little sissy. It's time for you to be a man. <sighs> this kind of stuff frustrates me because it's, so, it's, it's, it's called common sense. But common sense, there's no such thing as common sense anymore. What we used to call common sense because it used to be common is no longer common. It's an uncommon sense something that so many of our school teachers and professors in our college and now our young people just don't have because it's not expected of them. And what's the answer to all of it? You parents, you grandparents. Come on, grandparents and parents, you got kids. It's your job to make sure your kids grow up without all this confusion, that your little girls grow up to be true women and your little boys grow up to be men. Not in dresses, but men who know how to work hard, who know how to pay their bills, who know how to increase their own uh, value in the workforce, who know how to be moral, who know how to be righteous. It's our job, parents, to take the bull by the horns and to raise up our children and to teach them correctly. It's our jobs, grandmas and grandpas, to take our grandchildren and show them the America that we used to love and enjoy and show them how we can capture that back. Come on. It's time that we really start getting involved in our children's life on a whole new level. It's time that we start raising true men and true women in America again. It's time to break out of all this nonsense. And parents, parents, you can do that. You have the authority. You have the power. It's time to rise up. And start raising your children the way you would want them raised. The way God would want them raised. I want to close with one more verse out of the Bible. It's Ephesians 6, 4. It says, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but raise them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. The discipline and instruction of the Lord. Raise them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. When you do this, When you do it correctly, you do it right, there's no pervert out there that's gonna be able to bring that perversion to our children. There is no Marxist teacher uh, that'll be out there to break our kids away from the truth because you, mom, you, dad, especially, will have instilled that truth in them and they will live it all the days of their life. Thank you for joining us at Table Flippers Podcast. I'd really love to hear from you. Please look us up on the web at www.gwcclancaster.org. That's gwcclancaster.org. Or you can email me at gwccrobert@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I'd really love to hear from you. Please let us know how we're doing. Keep all those comments coming. Until next time, you all have a great and a blessed day.